Thanks, guys. I love those guys. I love you guys, too. This is great. We get to do this, right? Worship together, be together, be in his presence, something about Shabbat. I love Shabbat. I love the house of the Lord, right? I mean, quiet time at home is great, but oh, Shabbat, please, yes. Thank you, Lord. That's not a part of my drosh. Don't start my time yet, Tom. You got seven minutes to pack some good meaty roast beef in here. Probably some apple pie, because I like dessert too. Don't start my time. Just kidding. Okay, okay, now we're starting, now we're starting. Whew. Okay, ready? We are transformed by who we love. Our character is changed by our attachments. We see, think, process, decide, and act like who we are loyal to. The word for this year was Adonai Sevaot Imanu, which means the Lord of hosts is with us. Imanu is the is with us part. And it's similar to Emmanuel, meaning God with us. So like every good drosher, when you are asked to do the drosh, the first thing you say is, oh Lord, what do you want to say to your people? And I felt like he said this. I want them to know that I love them. And I want them to know that I am with them. And though the message was very simple, it felt really deep, felt really strong. Simple doesn't mean flimsy. Well, the word for love in the Old Testament is chesed. And it's one of the words that God used to describe himself in Exodus 34. It means goodness, kindness, loving kindness, merciful, and beauty. And the word with, I am with you, doesn't mean like, I'm with you. It means like, I'm with you. It means the Hebrew word debak, meaning cling, adhere to, follow close, hold fast, join together, stick together, stay with, stick with. In a sense, it means glue. It means attachment. It means glue like epoxy, not Elmer's. <laughs> Think epoxy glue. It means that the Lord has lovingly epoxied himself to us. He's epoxied. He's attached. He's cling. He's clinging to us. He's epoxied his goodness, his kindness, his loving kindness, his mercy, his beauty onto us. He loves us. He is with us. Do we love him? Are we with him? In the passage, I love this part, Deuteronomy 17, 18, when it says, Now when the king of Israel sits on the throne of his kingdom... Okay, slow down. Don't read your Bible so fast you miss your Bible. He is to write for himself a copy of the Torah on a scroll from what is before the Levitical Kohanim. This isn't in a notebook where you can rip out a page. This isn't on a computer where you can hit delete. This is quill and ink on parchment, letter by letter. Our local scribe Joseph said if he did nothing else, it probably would take him approximately a year. But he's a king, so he has other things to do, so it probably took him longer. 
But this wasn't just a project to complete. This was time in the word, reading, slowly meditating. What does the Torah say? Who is Adonai? He was face to face with Adonai in the word. And it says this scroll is to remain with the king. So the scroll wasn't a thing he picked up at the Christian bookstore. This was a thing that represented his time with the Lord, his, his day in and day out, the nourishment of his soul. He'd remember the good stories in the Torah. He'd remember his time with the Lord and to read it all the days of his life so that he would learn to fear Adonai, his God, and have no other gods, no other attachments, no other epoxy to anything, any, 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 any other God besides Adonai. And listen carefully so that even though the king's position was a servant leader over the people, that the king would not exalt himself over his brothers. His time in the word helped him practically love God and practically love his brothers, that he would not exalt himself, be arrogant over his brothers. His time in the word was face to face with the Lord, and this process would have strengthened his loving attachment to God according to the Torah, and his loving attachment to his brothers according to the Torah. The king would have learned to act towards the Lord with goodness and kindness and loyalty the same way the Lord would be acting towards him. The king would act towards his brothers with goodness and kindness and loyalty, and they were to act like that towards one another. His time in the word, he would have been learning Adonai's voice. This would have helped the king make righteous judgments, discern the times, see through the fog, and hold fast to Adonai. He stayed attached to Adonai only. And the same is for us. I think going forward, the Lord wants us to be in the word even more. Maybe you get a new notebook and pen, and what if we, what if you, what if I, what if we actually copied down the entire Torah? What if we spent that time writing out his word? Because writing with your actual hand goes in your brain more, goes in your heart more. So when you're out and about, you have good news stored up in your heart to share. You're sharing life. You're sharing nourishment. You're sharing the Lord's word. You're sharing hope. And then the beautiful moment where Yeshua, the word made flesh. Oh, love that guy. He's, he's the living word. He's the living word. Like, like we not only have the scriptures, then we have the living word. And then when we're in that covenant relationship with him, he lives inside us. The living word is inside us and we can feel his breath on us and we can breathe out what he wants to say to those around us. Because what we fill our heart with will come out our mouth. If you want to know what's in your heart, listen to what's coming out of your mouth. He wanted us to know, I love them. I am with them. We bear his name. He loves us. And we love him. 
He's with us, and we are with him. Please stand. I'm going to pray for us out of Psalm 19. I'm going to pray that the word would be in our heart, that it would dwell richly. How about I just pray and not tell you what I'm going to pray? Lord, I thank you that you spoke and it came to be. I thank you that your word is true. It's clean. It's pure. It's righteous. It's holy. It's your word. It's your face. It's your voice. Oh, God, give us a new hunger for your word to read it all the way through, to see new parts of you, to be reminded of your goodness, your loving kindness, your mercy, your beauty. Your word lights our way. It nourishes our soul. It helps us discern. It challenges. God, we love your word. We want to know your word. We want to know you. Lord, as I read Psalm 19, I ask that you would hear this as a prayer of our hearts, Father. The Torah of Adonai is perfect, restoring the soul. Lord, restore our soul by your word. The testimony of Adonai is trustworthy. Lord, we can trust your word. Making the simple wise. The precepts of Adonai are right, giving joy to the heart Lord, I ask if there is any, um, Father, if there is any wrong thinking that we have about your word, I ask that you would cut that off. If we have any wounds, this is so weird, but I'm going to pray it. Lord, if we have any wounds in our heart concerning your word or studying your word or reading your word or getting to know you in your word, Lord, I ask that you would heal those wounds in Yeshua's name. Lord, give us a, a joyful, anticipating perspective of your word. Your precepts are right. And this is where joy is found. The commands of Adonai are pure, giving light to the eyes. Lord, help us receive your word deep into our heart, the purity of your word, so that we have light in our eyes and we will be able to discern that sneaky snake's voice. We won't have to study counterfeits. We'll just study the truth and it will be blatantly obvious what are counterfeits. The fear of Adonai is clean, enduring forever. Lord, put a fear of Adonai in us that we would not steal your glory for ourselves, that we would give you all the glory. We would give you all the glory. The judgments of Adonai are true and altogether righteous. They are more desirable than gold, yes, much more than pure gold. Lord, help us love your word more than money. They are sweeter than honey, than drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and keeping them there is a great reward. Who can discern his errors? Cleanse us, God, of our hidden faults. Keep us, your servants, from willful sins that they would not have dominion over us. And then we will be blameless. 
We'll be free from great transgression. Lord, may the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable before you. Adonai, our rock and our redeemer. In Yeshua's name, amen.